Hello, guys. Welcome to another week on the Rachel Hollis podcast. I am recording this from a hotel room in a location I can't tell you about because today I got to do something really cool, which I also can't tell you about yet. But trust me, it was awesome. I have been thinking about doing this podcast for months. I really feel called to talk about today's topic, but I've been like taking notes and really ruminating in it because it's a conversation that some of you are probably totally going to be familiar with and others are going to be like, whoa, what the hippie woo-woo situation is Rachel trying to bring us now? Today, I want to talk about manifesting. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Like I said, I've been taking notes and really sitting with this one for a while, and I find it hilarious that now I'm recording it on my phone in a hotel room, but I feel like it's the right thing because I was reminded today, doing this really cool thing I got to do, how powerful manifesting is. And if it's not something you're familiar with, what I'm going to ask you to do is just be open-minded. I know that sometimes these topics can seem like sort of too much of a hippie living out on a commune, eating granola, though honestly, that sounds fabulous sometimes. But I really do believe that manifestation is one of the most powerful things you can be aware of whether you are trying to build your own business, whether you're trying to improve your health, whatever it is that you are trying to do, you understanding how the law of attraction works and how manifesting works is incredibly powerful. So even if you've never heard this before, and even if you're already feeling very uh, wary of what I'm about to say, just listen because maybe this is the first time you get to hear some of this stuff. And maybe for some of you, it's a deeper dive, but I really feel like it is uh, so powerful to understand. It's so powerful, in fact, that this is something I teach my kids. Uh, definitely Noah, my daughter, is too young to understand. She's only four. And my eight-year-old understands it a little, but this is a conversation I have a lot with my boys who are in middle school because it's a mindset that I wish I had known about when I was 14 or 12. So I guess let's start at the beginning. I think when people hear about manifesting, like we'll talk about people manifesting wealth or manifesting a relationship that you want or manifesting health, people tend to ask, like when they're talking about this idea of manifestation, they'll say, how do I manifest? And what I think you need to understand right at the top is that you already are. You don't need to know how to manifest something because you already are. Right. You're like, Rachel, here we, yes, yes, queen. Just keep listening. I promise. I'm gonna hold your hand through this. It, I, it's gonna be good. 
So let me explain what I mean when I say that you already are manifesting. I don't know if you've ever heard anyone talk about the law of attraction. It's um, an idea that goes back a really, really long time throughout history, or maybe you remember in like, oh gosh, was it early 2000s when that book, The Secret came out? And then there was like a documentary and everybody talked about the law of attraction. The law of attraction says that you will attract what you want. Okay. So law of attraction is like, I want a million dollars. I want for there to be no traffic on my way to work. Like the law of attraction is a really cool idea, but it is a bit flawed. And it's a bit, in my opinion, pretty limited. I feel like it kind of is sort of in the same vein as like a mantra, like, oh, I'm just going to say I am rich. I am rich. I am rich a hundred times. And then suddenly it's true. And you and I both know people who have wanted something desperately, or maybe they did the mantras or they said their prayers or they did whatever it was and nothing ever came of it. I hate the idea that like, oh, you're going to manifest, you're going to put it out into the universe and then you're just going to wait for the universe or God to give it to you. That is BS. I work my butt off. And everybody I know that has achieved success, whether that's in a great relationship, in their business, in their life, in their career, has done so through hard work. So I want to make sure that you get that. Manifesting isn't about putting it out there and waiting. You know, if you want to get biblical on this again, like think of that scripture that says faith without works is dead. Like you actually have to do things. Uh, The Bible says, well done, good and faithful servant. The line is well done. Good job doing the thing. So it's not about putting it out there and just waiting for the magic to happen. It's about setting your intention and moving forward in faith as you do those things that get you closer to the life that you want to have. That's a really important distinction that I feel like so many people get wrong is they're like, well, I'm writing it down. I'm doing my mantras. I'm praying. I'm putting it out there and like nothing's happening. Yeah, you're supposed to work like a Britney song. You better work, bitch. You want something in your life. You want to change. You want a different path. You want a different route. Great. What are you going to do to get you there? Those two things together, that faith in what you are creating for yourself, as well as the work to back it up, that is the key to everything. And I don't like the law of attraction because I feel like the law of attraction takes ownership away from us as individuals. Like it puts ownership on God or the universe and I mean, if we want to get biblical for a second, the Bible says God helps those who help themselves. So you really do need to consider if you're hearing messages about the law of attraction or, oh, I'm just going to put it on a vision board and have that be enough, that I think that that's incredibly flawed. So that's the law of attraction. You can watch, there's like a bajillion YouTube videos about it. There's books about it, but that's what it is. So law of attraction says, I will attract what I want. Manifest, to manifest something, when people use it in this context, manifesting means I will attract what I am. Whoa. Right. Okay. Okay. Hippies. No, no. For real. Listen to me. (laughs) Listen. I swear, you guys, this is so good. And I am sharing something that is so powerful in your life and it matters so much. So let's touch back on the law of attraction for a minute. I do really believe that we bring into our lives not what we want, but what we are. 
So this is this idea of manifesting, meaning like I I had this conversation with my kids when I was explaining it to them, like, you know, do you have any friends in your life? Do you have anybody in your circle of friends at school that you feel like is negative or maybe they're mean or maybe they antagonize you? Like, do you have anybody in your friend circle that you actually sort of wouldn't choose as a friend again if you were doing everything over? And inevitably they're like, yeah, I can think of some someone in my life that's like that. And you listening to this podcast right now, grown up that you are, I bet you can think of someone in your life right now that you're like, yeah, I, if I could do this all over again, I probably wouldn't have Sherry over here in my life. And so what I put back on the kids and what I would challenge back to you is what is it about you that attracted that energy into your life? Now, just to take a quick sidestep for you, I really hope if you're still listening that you're open-minded because I'm just realizing how much deeper and sort of like spiritual this is going to get on you guys. All of us, every single thing in this entire world is made up of energy. That is not something I'm making up. That is freaking science. Crack a book. Everything is energy. And they can actually track how much energy we send out from our bodies and different, um, based on the emotions that you're feeling, what kind of energy you put out into the world. And so when I think of manifesting or I think of someone in your life that isn't great, what I challenge you to do is take ownership and ask yourself, what is it about you? Yes, you, that brought that into your life. Like what, what were you doing? What was happening? What red flag did you ignore? What thing was going on with you that you attracted what you are? What I try and do in my life, and I've really been so conscious of this in the last year especially, is I want to make sure that I'm very conscious of what kind of energy level I am at at all times. It is the most essential thing in my life is the energy I have. You guys have probably heard me talk about this for years if you listen to the podcast, But my gut says that if you're not familiar with this kind of thought process, that maybe you hear me talk about energy and you think that I mean like the energy to get through my day. What I actually mean is what is the energy level that I want to vibrate at? Like what is the frequency that I want to put out in the world? I've seen a lot of things on social lately where people will say, I'll match your energy. So whatever you're coming at, like if you're going to come at me and be rude, I'm going to match your energy. If you're going to come at me and be nice, I'm going to match your energy. I vehemently disagree with that idea. I don't ever, ever want to match energy. I want to set the tone in the room. I want to walk into a space and have people feel the atmosphere change because my energy is so good and loving and kind and happy and hopeful. Like, I want to be the thermostat that sets the temperature, not the thermometer that takes it. So I think a lot about energy and so much of what I do is about how can I surround myself with people who are like-minded? How can I live in such a way? How can I pay attention to my nutrition? How can I make sure that I'm meditating and praying? I do a ton of journaling. Like, How do I make sure that I reach for those things in my life that fill up my cup and bring joy to me? You know, doing puzzles with my kids, playing games with my kids, you know, drinking wine with my girlfriends on the weekend. Like I intentionally do things that I know will be energy giving instead of energy depleting. And that is number one because it feels really good, but also because I believe that when I am operating, so I I would say vibrating, 
But when I am operating at a higher energy level, I think that I attract like-minded energy into my life. So I attract new friends. I attract business opportunities. I attract people who are at my similar wavelength. It is the realest thing that I can think. And okay, let me just give you a little carrot real quick. If you're like, why am I listening to this episode? Okay, here's a really powerful thing when it comes to manifesting. Let's real quick talk about manifesting wealth and abundance and money. If you look under how to manifest on YouTube, the thing that's going to pop up first is how to manifest money. Because hey, guess what? We all have bills to pay and people want to know. And I feel like this is such an important conversation to have because most people do not think about the relationship that they have with money or wealth. And if you've never really thought about the relationship that you have with something, then you're not aware of how that thing affects your energy level or the way that you act around it. So I grew up in a house where we did not have money. My family really struggled financially. And I grew up where money was very scarce. Not only did I grow up in a place where money was scarce, but I also really came from very hardworking people. My my grandparents, who are one of the biggest influences in my life, were migrant farm workers. And I am so proud of that. And I like think about that all the time. And I can also understand that where I come from, the story or the narrative or the energy around money was we don't have any. And the only way that we know of to like support ourselves or our family or maybe get ahead is we're going to work three or four jobs to be able to make that happen. So as I became an adult, that was definitely my attitude. And then as I got older and I started this business, my belief system around money was I'll just hustle. I mean, if you were at Girl Wash Your Face, you know, I talked about I hustled, I freaking hustled and hustled. I made myself so freaking sick. For years, I was a workaholic. I never slept. I absolutely abused my health. And I've gone into a lot of detail on why that showed up for me. And I'm an Enneagram 3 and an achiever and all of these things. But I also can understand it's because my attitude toward money, toward wealth, toward security absolutely was about scarcity. I was positive it was going to run out. And oh my gosh, like I have a whole, hold on, I actually want to go back because I feel like this is a really, (laughs) you guys hear me flipping through my journal. Hold on, I actually like wrote a whole thing about manifesting money, which I'm going to do another podcast about, I promise, because I feel like I wanted to start with what manifesting was and then I want to really dig into manifesting abundance. But I think it's so important really quickly to just ask yourself, like if this is an interesting topic to you or something I'm saying is like ringing a bell in your own life, I really think that it's powerful to ask yourself, when you think about money, what do you think? And also, what are the voices that are kind of speaking into your life? Because when we went through 2020, you know, you guys know I own a business, and I own a business that one of the brands, Rise, is a live event business. That's what the Rise brand does. We throw life-changing, incredible conferences, and people come from all over the world to go to them, but they come live and in person. And when we went into quarantine at the beginning of 2020, I was like crapping my pants, you guys, because I was on the hook for millions of dollars that 
I just lost. Like I, that's it's gone because we had put deposits down and people went bankrupt and it just it was so wild and so much about 2020 was truly about pivoting and pivoting and pivoting and trying to save jobs of my staff and and doing what we needed to do to make it okay and it was a crazy oh my gosh 2020 was wild but what i recognized coming kind of into the later part of 2020 was i we had done so many things and i felt like we were just it, we like couldn't stop drowning. Like, I don't know if any of you business owners felt like that, but it was like, I, you, like there were cracks in the dam and you'd sort of plug them. Like you put your finger in one crack and then two more would start dripping. And it just felt like there was no way out. And I really started to ask myself like, whoa, okay, what are you, if manifesting is you attract what you are, what am I right now? Just like sit with this for a minute. Like if if manifesting said, and I believe it to my being because the life I am living today is manifested. It's years of manifestation to get to this point. So if I attract what I am, I finally was like, whoa, I got to get off this roller coaster and ask myself, what am I doing? How am I acting? What am I putting out into the world right now that I just keep getting this sort of negative, there's always a problem, there's never enough. And I realized I was operating in this crazy scarcity mindset. Like, because it was such a traumatic thing to go through this huge change in my business in 2020, I, it just plunged me back into earlier years in my life where we didn't have enough, work harder, hustle more, do all the things. And I find myself just living in scarcity. So that was one, was just the awareness of asking like, okay, what is going on right now? Like, why are you feeling this way? The second thing that I had to do was I had to ask myself, who is speaking into my life right now that might be adding to this change in my mindset? And you guys, if you go through a mindset shift and it's negative, like, you have that awareness of like, whoa, I've been really negative lately, or man, I've been really bitter, or I've been gossiping a lot, or I've been feeling really frustrated. Seriously, you have to ask yourself what sparked this change? Because most of the time you like, I'll track it back through events. So I'll be like, okay, was I feeling like this on my birthday? Was I feeling like this on Thanksgiving? Like I'll keep going back and back until I can see when the shift happened. And then I ask myself what changed in my life during that time period. So when I did this, I realized that I had some people in my life who were very scarcity minded when it came to finance. They were, the sky is always falling. We have, it's never going to be enough. Like the way they talked about it, the words they use, their posture, their body language, it was really, really detrimental because when you are surrounded by people, when they're on your team, when they're friends, when they're family, and they're word has value in the way that you see something, it can really negatively affect the way that you see something. So I had to ask myself how their viewpoints were affecting me and ultimately my business and the way that I want to show up in the world. And just that awareness was so powerful for me. And in my case, it means that I had to let some people go on my team. That's just a really honest 
business truth for you guys is I had some really talented leaders on my team that I had to let go. Sometimes you have to make a decision about like, hey, you're really competent at this or you're really great at that or you're super freaking smart. But the energy that you're bringing into the space or frankly, the negativity that you bring into the space is more detrimental to this than not. If you're a business owner and as a leader of a business or as a leader of a family, you have to be strong, especially in times of crisis. And you need to make sure that you're not hurting yourself inadvertently by who you allow to speak into your ear. So that was a really powerful thing for me to understand. And I did a lot of work to get back to a great mindset about wealth. And I believe in God and I believe in the universe and I believe that I will always have enough and that I will be taken care of and that I refuse to operate from scarcity and I refuse to believe that it's all going to run out. I refuse to believe that, you know, someone else's success means that I won't have, like, I just, I don't believe in that. I believe in abundance. And this shift, like I have seen, I, I feel like my business completely changed and not just my business, but also the opportunity that I've experienced just by operating at a different energy level. So I promise I'll do a whole uh, conversation about the mindset for abundance in love, in relationships, and money, and all of that. And if you guys have questions about it specifically, that'd be so rad. Call into the hotline. I'll put the number in show notes and let me know what your questions are or maybe how this is affecting you in your life. And I can sort of coach through some specifics. So in any event, that's definitely how I see mindset happen when it comes to wealth, which is something that people really care about a lot. And what I also think about I'm just trying to think of things that you guys would find interesting when it comes to manifesting. I mean, if you think about it, if you know anything about manifesting, then you know that my Start Today journal, which is a product that I created years ago, and we've sold hundreds of thousands of copies of this journal and our planner, is essentially manifestation in action. The Start Today journal is a gr- is gratitude work. And, and by the way, I didn't even have this language when I came up with this practice. I started this practice by writing down things that I was grateful for every single day in my journal. And then I would write what I wanted for my life. Like I would see the vision that I had of my life. I would see our family debt-free. I would see, you know, driving my dream car. I would see starting a nonprofit, I would see all of these things. I literally see them in my mind like a movie. And then I would write sentences down in my journal that said what I saw, but as if it had already happened. So I would say like, I am a New York Times bestseller 10 years before that ever came true. And I did that every day. I started with gratitude and then I wrote down the life that I wanted to have. I didn't have the language back then, but what I can tell you that I was doing just like naturally without anyone teaching me was I was raising my energy level by starting in gratitude. When you do gratitude work, when you feel that joy, when you feel those blessings, you raise your vibration. So I was raising my energy level and then at a higher energy level, at a higher state, I was writing down the life I wanted to manifest. And I could go back 10 years, you guys, and find my journals, like just my little spiral bound notebooks, And you would see the life I have today is the thing that I was writing down all those years ago. 
And so then, I don't know, what was it? Three years ago, I made the Start Today Journal for the first time. And it's not just me. Like, thousands of people have sent in pictures and stories. I went back to school. I got my PhD. I, I'm debt-free. I made a million dollars in my business here. I did. It's not because it's magic. It's because every single day they grounded themselves, they raised their energy level, and then they called their shot. And I do think that when we talk about manifesting, it's it's this idea that you will attract what you are and you have to be operating at a higher place, meaning like you have to, okay, let me try and explain this in a way that makes sense. If you truly want to manifest something in your life, a great relationship, a better job, freaking a beautiful day, right? Like whatever it is that you want to bring into your life, Part of it is raising your vibration. Part of it is being very specific about what it is that you want to see in the world. And then I think the biggest piece is letting it go. It's so funny because I remember years ago, I was talking to you guys like on a podcast or on social or something. And I was saying that I had been writing stuff down for years. And then eventually I stopped putting them in the Start Today journal. And I just started, I'd like brought new things in. And someone was like, wait, well, why did you stop writing them down if you like, if you still want them to happen and they haven't happened yet? And it's because I really think that when you want to bring something into your life, you have to trust whether you believe in God or you believe in the universe, you have to have faith that what is meant for you will come to you. Because if you're going, where's my thing? Where's that Where's that contract? Where's that higher paying job? Where's this you know, woman that I'm meant to love? Like, where are these things in my life? If you're asking those questions, you're back in scarcity, right? Scarcity, a scarcity mindset says like, I'm never going to have it. I, you know, I need more. It's not enough. It's never enough. Like they get it and I don't. Like if you're in a scarcity mindset, your vibration is very, very low. And I hope, oh gosh, I'm so hopeful that I am explaining this to you correctly because it's a really high concept. There's so much information in books, in other podcasts, in YouTube videos. If anything I'm saying is sort of sparking something for you, go down the rabbit hole. Go watch and find out more information. But yeah, if you're asking where something is, if you're holding on to it too tightly, then you don't actually have faith that it will be yours, right? And, and now follow me down this hippie trail real quick. If you believe that in order to manifest that you attract what you are, then that means that you have to be operating at a level as if that blessing is already yours. Like that life is already yours. That thing is already yours. I don't know if you've experienced this and freaking A, if you haven't, I hope for you that you get to have this moment. I had something the other day happen that, and this has happened to me honestly more and more in my life where I had this moment and I was experiencing something that I, that was at the top of my vision board for 2021. So I have talked to you guys about this, but I do my vision boards on Pinterest now because I really like that it's so easy to add images. I used to do it like old school, tear it out of a magazine and kind of glue it to a poster board. But I don't love that because you're at liberty or you're, you're sort of, you have to get whatever in the magazine versus Pinterest. Like I can find a Appaloosa horse really easily and put that on my board. So I found myself in this moment where I was experiencing something that was literally the top photo of my 2021 vision board. And it's February. 
I'm recording this for you and it's February. And I remember making that back in November, like, this is too crazy. This is too big. This is insane. There's no way. And then I found myself experiencing it. And I'm not gloating. I'm not even telling you what it is. I'm not like trying to show off. I'm saying that because I really believe it so much. I'm just experiencing so much blessing because I feel blessed because I live every single day in a state of abundance. Abundance says that even when you know, there's a snowstorm and I'm in a house with four kids and we don't have water or power and we're running out of food. I'm still hyper freaking aware that I am more blessed than 99% of the world's population. And we're gonna like light some candles and like play with puzzles and like sit in the blessings of what we have. I live in abundance. I go out in the world expecting that I'm gonna meet awesome, kind, fun people. Like I am the chattiest, like to a stranger, to a person at the grocery, I'm just like operating, vibrating with joy. And it doesn't mean that every day is like that. Ooh, please. There are some days where something happens that throws me off course, but my true state is coming back to this belief that like life is happening for me. And even when there are hard things, there's also really good stuff, really, really good stuff. I have just continued to see over and over this reminder that life is really fucking hard sometimes and also so beautiful. It's shocking. I experienced this thing with a a friend, but I just keep seeing these examples. Oh, here's a perfect example. You know, Austin was covered in snow. We had this crazy snowstorm and the city was not built for it. You might have seen me you know, make that video on on Instagram because I just thought a lot of people were being really disrespectful. And um, there was a lot of like comedy kind of making fun of people in Texas, like, oh, it's not that much snow. It's not that bad. Like people in like New York and stuff. And I was like, no, it was a really hard week. Lots of people were struggling, had gone four or five days without power, were, you know, with newborn babies in their house. They don't have heat. It was eight degrees outside. Like it was, it was a really painful week for my city. What that did to our, like our senior citizens who don't have access, like none of us could drive, let alone someone who's older. What that did to our homeless population who was on the street when it was that cold, like it just was a a really hard, painful week. And you could feel it in the city. You could feel it with everybody. And the flip side of that is how many people were helping, how many people were showing up, who were bringing water, who were posting, like, I have power, I have electricity, like, come to my house, strangers, like, we'll wear masks, you'll stay on one side of the house, I'll stay on the other. Like, during a freaking pandemic, people were bringing strangers into their homes so they would be warm. Or, you know, we, we were covered in snow, and literally that weekend, it was 75 and sunny in Texas. And I just think that there are always examples of beauty and there are always examples of goodness. And so even when I have hard days, I'm going to come back to that energy level that says that this life is beautiful and that we are blessed and I am filled with abundance. Okay, you guys are like, Rachel, are you holding a crystal? Why you say this? No, but I kind of wish I was. Okay. I wanted to talk to you about, I, I wrote down some specific things in my notebook here for you. And again, if you want me to dive deeper into something, the number that you can call and leave a voicemail for me is in the show notes. But I wanted to talk about this idea. I've said this to my friends. I've said it to like assistants in the past. And I now 
can tell you that I feel like it's this idea of energy and vibration and what you manifest. But something I've always noticed about success or wealth or relationships or attracting good people is I would always say to people, stuff happens when stuff's already happening. Stuff happens when stuff's already happening. In my life, I have always, like, I'm not even kidding. The biggest stuff in my life always happens when I'm doing something that feels like the biggest thing in my life. So like I was on set of my show on Quibi the first week, literally talking to someone about how much I love The Rock when The Rock tweeted at me for the first time. I was doing Good Morning America for the first time when Oprah's team reached out and asked if I wanted to do her tour. Like I have seen this happen again and again and again. And I started to notice this, like what is going on that when I'm already doing something that feels so big and so exciting, like that's the exact moment when something else big happens. And I really believe that's because when I'm in those moments, like I'm so excited, I'm so joyful. I am operating at like the, I'm vibrating. My energy is so, it's like pulsing through the universe. And if you don't believe in this, I really don't care because I've seen this happen again and again and again. And I think that the flip is true. I think that when I, especially in 2020, when it felt like the sky was falling and I had all these people in my life where it was like, your sky's falling, your sky's falling. It felt like everywhere I looked was another problem, another fire, another disaster. Like I felt like life was just beating me down over and over and over. Stuff happens when stuff's already happening. The question is, what kind of stuff? Is it good stuff? Is it high frequency stuff or is it bad stuff? Is it negativity? Are you attracting great people into your life? Great new friends? Like, Literally, I know, I, it's so funny, like uh, the episodes that I do of Rage Talk that are everyone's favorite right now or when I talk about like being on a dating app or being single or whatever, and I get it. I think I probably would like be following someone's story too. But I really, my attitude, I, I make a lot of jokes and I, I talk about it a lot because I am honestly trying to make you laugh and I think it's a funny conversation. Like, oh, I'm on this celebrity dating app or whatever. But my attitude about 2021 is like, I am just going to meet so many amazing people. And I have. That's the joke is like, I'm on this app and I am not like my profile on this app is not set to like looking for love. It's set to looking for friends. And I'm like, I am meeting the coolest guys who have like the raddest jobs and do the most amazing thing. And when I say meet, I mean like via phone because we're in a pandemic and I am not trying to be in the same space as a stranger. But I am meeting the best people. And it's so funny, you guys, because this thing that I did today, which I can't tell you about yet, I was having my hair and makeup done. And I was having my hair and makeup done by someone who's also on the app. And we were talking about it. She's like, what? you're meeting, like, she's like, I am meeting weirdos. Like I get connected. Like, who are these guys? I was like, really? Oh my gosh. Like I am, I am like, and I'm just describing like these really cool rad dudes that I'm getting connected with. And I thought, oh, it's because you and I expect different things when we step inside of this space. We are operating, we are vibrating at totally different energy levels. You are coming into this thinking, these are freaks, these are weirdos, there's nobody here. And I'm coming into it going like, oh my gosh, are these my new friends? Like, what, do you want to go to a driving range? You want to like, what, you know, like, what are we, my attitude is totally different. So just think on that. Stuff's happening when stuff is already happening. And even if you don't believe what I'm talking about, what I hope that you'll do is just think through 
moments in your life or pay attention to your life right now and see if you can find any examples where like you were in a really good mood and then something great happened or you were in a really bad mood and then something bad happened, right? I I know, I know it seems too simple, but I am living proof that this is real. So to that end, something else I wrote down here for you guys is watch what you say, watch what you think, and watch what you write down. Watch what you say, watch what you think, and watch what you write down. Because the words that we speak have power. I heard uh, Wayne Dyer, I heard Wayne Dyer say years ago, he was talking about how people say, oh, with my luck, like they'll be like, oh, with my luck, I'll probably like get in a car accident. With my luck, I'll probably go bankrupt. With my luck. And he's like, why would you ever speak that into the world? Why would you ever affirm bad, negative things in your life? He's like, why wouldn't you say, with my luck, I'll probably win the lottery tomorrow. With my luck, I'll probably marry a Hemsworth brother. With my luck, like be careful what you say, because what you say is a manifestation of what you're thinking. And what you think has so much power to create or destroy. At any given moment, you are creating your reality or destroying possibility based on your thoughts alone. Your mindset is incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful. I feel like I could talk on this for like 27 hours, but I am going to do another episode. And today I really just wanted to give you an overview and give you some food for thought. And here's my last thing. You have to have heard me talk at some point about mindset. And if you haven't, then scroll back through old episodes and find some of my conversations and teachings on how important mindset is. But here's the most important thing, I think, when it comes to manifesting a life that you want to have. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Because your mind is so much more powerful than you can possibly believe. And you can accidentally create something you do not want to happen just by obsessing over it. The same is also true for good things. You can create a beautiful, blessed, abundant life if you stay focused on where you want to go, not what you fear might happen. I hope that you found this interesting. I hope that it made sense. And if something sparked, if I said a word or you want to know more information, guys, go do your research. There's so much information online. And I'm sure you can find a teacher who will help you understand it better. But this is Manifestation 101. And next time I'm going to do Manifesting Abundance. That'll be like 201. And I hope that you guys found this helpful. All right. I love you. I am rooting for you. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you will consider sharing it on your social or sending it to a friend or a family member that might get something out of it. Podcasts are always and forever free for you guys. And the nicest thing that you can do is share it with others. Make sure that you are subscribed so you get a notification every time I post a new episode. Have a wonderful, blessed day. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. Our show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller with additional production support by Sterling Coates. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is a 3% chance production.